What's up? We're here for another week of the Times News High School Football Sports Chat Podcast. I'm Justin Carlucci alongside Patrick Matsenko. What's up, Pat? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for, thanks for having me. Uh, another busy week. Uh, you know, we're almost we're at the halfway point of the season. Like, uh, we won. Um, just uh, feels like it started. Feels like it started a week ago. But uh, yeah, just uh, pretty crazy to think that uh, we're already at the midpoint of, of the regular season. Yep, starting to finally get a feel for who's who and what's going on. And every week it seems like there's a new surprise, though. Tonight, there's another surprise. Not a surprise, but we have Thursday Night Football again. Lee Heighton and Panther Valley in the Botac Foundation game, Patrick. Always a big a big crowd on hand for these Thursday Night games between Panther Valley and Lee Heighton. Yeah, um, it's exciting. It's obviously for, um, you know, for a great cause. Uh, certainly something that, uh, you know, both programs are invested in. Uh, something that uh, has kind of deep ties uh, here in the area. So I think it's just uh, it's a neat experience for both programs, the players. Uh, obviously, this team gets a lot of exposure and deservedly so um, for a variety of reasons. Um, obviously, it's uh, you know for cause again. I mean, you're trying to kind of bring awareness, uh, but at the same time, it's it's great uh, to kind of put these two programs sort of in a in a spotlight kind of standalone type of game where they'll get more media coverage. Um, you know, obviously by us and, and others. you see a kid pass, throw, and catch a touchdown. What, wait, what did he do? No. What did he do? He, yeah, not one, not two, but, yeah, good shot. Caught a touchdown pass, ran for a touchdown, and he threw. Okay, caught, so, ran, and threw. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just to be able to do that, obviously, um, you know, you're doing it under, you know, Friday Night Lights, and, you know, you're doing it in a big spot. It's that's one thing to practice different formations, and you know certainly some teams have their own wildcat or maybe you'll be hiding an Apache offense. Um, that's a bit, a bit of a different look. You throw a different kid back there, and uh, obviously with Heights quarterback uh, throughout most of the season has been Lucas St. Giuliano. But uh, yeah, they've shown that they can do some different things, work some different guys in at different positions, and be successful with it. Our game of the week is Tamaqua and Blue Mountain. Patrick, and Blue Mountain, let's see, uh, they're coming off a loss to Wyoming, 35-14. Wyoming, a tough 
tough opponent this year, as who North Google lost to a couple weeks ago as well. However, Blue Mountain has wins over Hamburg, and they blew the doors off of Midwest and Muhlenberg earlier this year. So I am intrigued by this game to see what, yeah. what kind of fight the Eagles can give the Blue Raiders. And, you know, you've been kind of talking to Tomasa head coach Sam this week. Um, obviously, Tomasa has rolled through the first four weeks of the season. Uh, been super impressive on both sides of the ball. But uh, this is going to be the stiffest challenge yet, uh, getting into a stretch now where they do have five straight weeks of Schuylkill League Division One opponents. Um, these games are all going to be really, really important in terms of you know just kind of what Tomasa wants to be and where Tomasa wants to be at the end of the season. Uh, you know, really kind of kicks off this week against Blue Mountain, but it has shown it, it can do. Um, a, a bunch of different things when it comes to running the ball. They have a, you know, several different guys that can run the ball, but they can also obviously uh, go downfield and, and, and throw the ball. So uh, this is going to be an interesting challenge for the last one. But, uh, you know, I think one that they're kind of embracing and really looking forward to, and not so much maybe a game that would be like a statement type of win, but just kind of, you know, putting them on the map, obviously, and for them to maybe kind of stake their claim uh, and sort of show where they stand uh, in this kind of Division One race, where you're going to have a bunch of really competitive, talented teams. You know, you think about, like you said, North Schuylkill with the Black Hills, um, you know, then you even look at a Lehigh team. You know, that's, uh, you know, none of these games are going to be gimmies, and, you know, none of them are going to be easy. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a chance for Tomahawk to really kind of start with a bang. Yep. So I'm interested for this game. Tamaqua, 50-16 win last week against Panther Valley in one of our double local games. Let's jump around a little bit here. Pleasant Valley, Patrick, we talked a little bit about them. Triple option offense under first-year head coach Blake Sager. Pleasant Valley is going to host Deerf this week in what could be a competitive game. I think so, yeah. Uh, you look at it on paper, they're both coming in wingless, um, which... Obviously, it's, I think it's a difficult spot for, for any program to be in at any point, obviously, in the season. But uh, Deerf has been competitive in games. Pleasant Valley has been there in games, has shown that it can move the ball off, score some points. Um, you know, kind of Helm, Easton, or Emaeus, I mean, uh, in the first half or so last week, uh, Emaeus kind of pulled away late. But, uh, yeah, this is a chance maybe for Pleasant Valley to kind of break through, uh, which is something that I think that will be huge. You know, say, and, uh, you know, to be able to kind of get more on the board, really kind of build some momentum, you know, help inspire more confidence with these guys, um, and maybe kind of be a bit of a launching pad in the second half of the year. You saw a good game on Saturday last week. Tell me a little bit of what you saw with yeah. the Northern Lehigh football game. Where maybe they could have blown that game 
time. Northern we had hit a couple of big plays. Second half, a 53-yard touchdown from the backfield to Mike Rapture. Open the scoring, and then a really heads-up play coming out of a huddle, out of a timeout uh, where they broke the huddle, and Trevor Moore was just standing wide open uh, out in the flat, and Zach Boyer just kind of flicked it out to him, and along went 80 yards for a score. Made it 14 nothing, but it was huge because Ted Argel ended up coming back, scoring, getting a two-point conversion, and then Northern Lehigh recovered the onside kick with about 120 to go and held on for a 14-8 win. So, yeah, um, exciting game. Both teams had chances, but uh, you know Northern Lehigh and head coach Joe Town are happy to get out of there at 3-1, and now they come into a really tough game against Stockton Valley, another very good team at 3-1. Another Colonial Saturday game last week, Northwestern 49, Wilson 30. Devin Ball here had 264 passing yards, and 217 of those went to one receiver. Imagine that. What a game. What a game. I mean, talk about uh, announcing yourself. It's really like his first kind of full game action. He got a little bit of, you know, a little bit of time against Palisades, but sophomore Justin Holmes, school record. I mean, you know, what a, what a way to kind of... <laughs> Um, you know, make an entrance, I guess. Um, already, just after really one week or a week and a half, he's the second leading receiver in the area. Uh, his performance this past week has turned in time to play the week on obviously. Uh, yeah, and that certainly opens up the door for Northwestern's attack on offense. Uh, just guys like Nick Henry, Justin Rod, Paul Hawks, you know, other guys. Uh, plenty of chances, and, you know, you can't just, you can't cover everybody. So, um, they show what they're capable of, and yeah, he's going to be a huge part of the offense going forward. And he was uh, Saturday in that middle of Wilson. Crazy, crazy. Been a wild couple of weeks in the Times News area football coverage. We now have four player of the weeks from four different schools, so pretty unpredictable where things are going to come by. Uh, another rare occurrence we had last week was Jim Thorpe and Kutztown, a game which was called at halftime. Um, I haven't seen that in a while, but Jim Thorpe, you know, 48 points in the first quarter, 28 in the second quarter, eight carries for 221 yards. Jim Thorpe was just really clicking on all cylinders, um, and just something I, I guess I didn't expect to see was was a game that la- a high school football game that lasted two quarters. So um, Jim Thorpe is another one of our teams that is that is absolutely rolling so far this season, Pat. Yeah, um, they really haven't had any drop off. You know, you look at last week and you think about the 76 points in two quarters. But that defense has been just as good as it's as it's been the last couple of years. You know, they've had guys, you know, depart due to graduation, obviously, but uh, there hasn't there just hasn't been any drop off, which is such a credit and a testament to Mark Rosenberger and uh, you know what those guys do there, that staff, and the program that they built. Um, yeah, and obviously they showed last week against Goodstown that they just ran. Obviously, that was, you know, they just kind of went through, uh, you know, ran their attack, uh, followed their game plan, and things just worked. You know, it's, uh, it's a strange, obviously, thing where I don't know if we've ever really seen anything like that, but they just kind of went going about, uh, you know, going about their business, and uh, that's just kind of what, uh, what the end result was, which obviously was certainly impressive. Small Schuylkill League school battle tonight. Marion will host Schuylkill Haven. Uh, another big, you know, kind of small school Schuylkill League rivalry here. So this is a Schuylkill Haven team where 
you know, they have Brish. We know about Brish. But it seems like outside of Brish, there's been a couple of opponents that have been able to kind of contain Brish and load the box. And it seems like they've had some trouble. You know, it's it's easier said than done, you know, letting, you know, making someone else other than Brish beat you. Because there's some games where Brish is going to beat you regardless. But some teams have had some success in kind of slowing that Hurricanes offense down this season. And that's not something we saw the last couple of years. No, no. Um, you know, that's the thing where maybe in the past with, you know, Haven you know, hasn't been able to you know, kind of come out on the winning side of it. Maybe Kobe Bruce has still sort of gotten his in some ways. But that really hasn't happened this year. A lot of teams, first three weeks of the season, have held him to under 100 yards, um, which is incredibly impressive, you know, for a kid with a resume like that. And, you know, you just kind of think about, uh, you know, what, what you can do to just kind of make other guys beat you, you know, have you know, have, make have defenses, you know, make other you know other guys beat you. And Schuylkill Haven, obviously, so far, um, you know, they've just they struggled. They've had a difficult schedule early on, obviously, but uh, you know, as has Marion, you know, and Marion's kind of played some really tough opponents. They have played mid, uh, Midwest, you know, they've played Lee Heighton, they've played a Jim Thorpe, they've played a Trinity. Um, so that's, that's a pretty brutal stretch um, of some bigger schools that uh, have really kind of tested the Colts. And, you know, again, some teams have injuries and, you know, you're kind of struggling with depth and, you know, putting guys at different spots. So it's definitely not easy. And, again, kind of feel like many of the team trying to find its identity. Uh, Dakota Streisel uh, led a scoring drive last week in Mexico Titan only the Colts' second score of the season. So, um, you know, one that hasn't really happened since the opening week. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big matchup, you know, kind of coming into this Division two stretch now. And what do teams hope for in the postseason and, you know, for maybe a division, you know, a league division championship? This is a really big game for both teams to kind of come out and, uh, and just sort of show, you know, show where they're at. You know, we don't usually get into non-Times News games, but I'm looking at our grid picks, for example, which which – which I'm horrible at. <laughs> I can't pick games to save my life. But look at all of these. Look at all these non-times news games we have in District 11 that are just insane kind of games this week. Bethlehem Catholic at Nazareth, Mount Carmel at North Schuylkill, Emmaus at Easton. Even a game like Hamburg and Mahanoy area, down back in the EPC Parkland at Liberty. I mean, these are just some great football games across District 11. And the one that I'm just staring at is Mount Carmel at North Schuylkill. I'm really eager to see the outcome of that game. Yeah, Mount Carmel, a traditional, you know, obviously powered, you know, very good team. Um, obviously, it's had so much success. Uh, North Schuylkill has been very good, obviously, as far as the season. On a talent full size of the ball, uh, but yeah, you look at you know some of the teams they've played early on this season, and it goes like that for you know for a lot of schools where there really there have been no weeks off, you know, and you can't afford a letdown. Um, you know, you think yeah about the EPC. You look at a Nazareth team that's coming off a huge win over Freedom, and now they have to come right back and play Bethlehem Catholic. You know, so these are these are games where you can't get caught looking ahead. You can't have a slip up on, you know, on any any given week. And, yeah, it's just uh, it's exciting, you know. And then you start to forecast a little bit and look a little bit further down the road and see, you know, who might end up playing who and what the records could be. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time. And, yeah, just think just 
kind of ramps up a little bit more knowing that we're about halfway through the season. Let me just let me just talk a little bit about this. I was at the Palmer and Notre Dame game last last week, and um, Notre Dame is in a very interesting spot. Life after Cole DeFranco departs and everything, and there's still a lot of talent on that Notre Dame roster. Plus, they have they have a ton of kids on that team. They are down to their, I think, third-string cornerback. Darno started last week. He was a wide receiver, good athlete. This kid could throw the football, though. Uh, Pomeran really, they were right there. They was this was a fourteen nothing ball game after the first quarter against Notre Dame, and then uh, the Crusaders kind of had a bunch of splash plays, and uh, you know Pomeran wasn't kind of built to play from behind like that. Regardless of that. Uh, there's a ton of football left here in this season, and right right now the Blue Bombers, who kind of had the gauntlet schedule in the beginning of the year, they that th- that tough sledding is is over. Uh, now, and I'm not saying these games aren't going to be competitive, but every week is extremely winnable for this Pomeranian team. This Pomeranian team is talented, and despite the one and three start for the Blue Bombers, they are currently second in the two A standings. Patrick, so this is a team that has a lot, a lot to play for. And uh, Coach Chris Walkoyak was optimistic, and rightfully so after last week's game. There's a lot of game left. Uh, the Bombers every week's going to be a big week for them. Yeah, and I think you know we've kind of seen this uh, play out the last couple of years, where again you look at the team like the Marion last year, and you know some of the others obviously, but Marion started zero five last year, finished the season. Four and one, made it in the district. Obviously, you know, if you get there, you have a chance. And I think that's going to be the case for a lot of these schools. Obviously, with district playoffs now being six classes, um, it's changed who and how teams get in and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, um, it's not, I mean, every game is obviously important. You come out each week wanting to win, but a slow start or maybe a touch stretch isn't going to kind of be your undoing and sort of, you know, kind of end your, end your season. You'll still have chances for maybe, you know, playing for district championships at 500 or even below 500. So, um, yeah, and that's, again, it just sort of highlights now the heightened the significance of these games in the second half when the schedules do kind of flip over and things do change. So, yeah, I think there's a lot to be excited about and a lot to look forward to now going forward. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of shuffling up and down these power ratings in the district standings. I'm looking at 4A. 4A right now, Becca, Blue Mountain, Pottsville, Saucon Valley are the top four. Uh, Northwestern's down there at six despite being three and one. So I think we're going to see a lot of movement uh, among these teams. I know Pottsville is kind of scary good this year too. So um, it's going to be real interesting, dude, when we're coming down the stretch of this thing. Yeah, um, you know, it's again, you're, you're kind of excited because you're starting to look ahead. And even just think about, you know, we talked about some APC stuff, but um, Easton had a huge win last week over Liberty. And you look at where Easton is, and right now, that's a team that's undefeated. And we talked about Nazareth's undefeated. And obviously, if that holds true throughout the rest of the season, you're looking at a potential matchup of 9-0 and teams in the regular season finale. So, like, that's, you know, that stuff's humongous. Um, you think about those communities, Eastern Nazareth, obviously rival schools. We had it here not too long ago with Northern and Lincoln when they were both undefeated going into the regular season finale. Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, um, you know, you can only hope those types of things happen. Um, and, yeah, it's exciting when, when things like that do work out and when teams, you 
know, do make those kind of late pushes to uh, improve their standing or maybe go from a bubble team to kind of locking themselves in. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time, and it'll be good before you know it. Anything else we missed before we cut to some of our guests? I mean, as always, check out all of our uh, Saturday and Monday papers to see full game write-ups and box scores from all of our local games. But uh, I got nothing else, man. I don't know. You want to throw it over to some coaches? Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, we had a lot of, uh, a lot of time this week to kind of catch up with uh, you know, a handful of our coaches. And uh, obviously, we'll get their insights. We certainly always appreciate their time and uh yeah, so let's throw it over. You had a chance to catch up with Mary and head coach Pat Morgan, so uh, let's hear what coach had to say. Bunch for for taking the time. Uh, okay. You know, just you know, what do you, you what do you take out of you know last week against um, you know against Lee Heighton, I guess. Um, you know, I mean, guys. You know, guys seem to be able to kind of do some things. You know, Dakota was in there, um, you know, kind of was able to move the ball, you know, a scoring drive. You know, just what do you take out of, I guess, last week against Lee Heighton? Yeah, I mean, there we were against some good things. You know, I think we, we came out and we had some opportunities early. We had some guys open in the first drive and just overthrew them and then punted to them and held them. And then they punted us and, and we fumbled the punt and that kind of sure. uh you know, they got the ball and the 20 going in, but, you know, we kind of overcame a little. You know, they scored again, but then we came back and made some plays, and, you know, the kids hung tough rather than hanging their heads when things started going bad there after the first fumble or after we got down 12 nothing. Um, you know, they fought back, made some plays, and put together a decent drive. So, you know, I was proud of the kids for uh, for continuing to fight when, when uh, they could have just folded the tent early. Yeah, um, you know, and now you think obviously about, you know, kind of playing a team like Haven this week, um, you know, obviously with a with a Kobe Brish um, type of player, um, you know, just what do you, I guess, what do you see or, you know, how do you approach a game like that? I mean, obviously, you know, when, when you're facing a kid like that, um, it seems like this year, you know, obviously they faced some really tough, you know, tough teams early on, but, um, you know, just what do you... What do you see, I guess, when you look at a team like Haven and, you know, you, you kind of have a kid like, like Brish maybe kind of on, you know, on the other side of the ball, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a challenge again. I mean, you know, um, you know, Haven's a small school, but they've been a very good oh, small yeah. school. You know, they're, they're, they're traditionally there. They're well coached. They really are. Mike really does a great job with them. And, and obviously with a player like Kobe Brish, you know, it can go, you know, 90 on any play. Sure. You really have to play every every down. So, I mean, they're well coached. They're, they're a nice size up front, and uh, they mix it up pretty well. You know, they'll mix it some little bit more passing this year. Yeah. There's more guys involved here a little bit, you know, so, you know, before we used to be like Kobe for 35 carries. Oh, yeah, now yeah. Now still getting his share, but they're, again, some other guys involved and spreading it around a little bit too, so, uh, you know, we have a big challenge this week. Um, I mean, do you, do you think at all, or, you know, do you kind of at all maybe not so much maybe point to last year or, or anything like that, but, you know, kind of thinking about what's still to come in the second half of the season and, you know, what you guys showed obviously maybe, you know, last year, kind of going 4-1, and one, you know, second half and obviously, you know, getting in and, you know, having a shot in, you know, in, 
in districts and things like that. But but do you point at all to, to things like that or, you know, just anything with the guys in terms of kind of saying like, hey, there's obviously there's still so much, you know, there's still so much to play for. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, you know, obviously we go into every game um, wanting to win. So, sure. um, you know, we prepare the same way, but, you know, we're, we're in our division now too. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is, like I told them, the first game, if you want to be division champs, then, then it starts now here. So, um, you know, we got to prepare to go out and play well. And, uh, you know, the, the, our goal all season, you know, just improve every week, improve every week, improve every week. And I told them they would get better every week, and by the end of the season, they'd be a pretty good football team. So, you know, we just got to get that consistency in our lineup, you know, keep healthy and stay healthy and, uh, and, uh, try and get a consistent lineup put together so these kids can, you know, work the same position and continue to master that position, so to speak, rather than sure, you know, someone sure. play two or three different positions this year, so. Um, do you think maybe, um, do you think maybe Dakota will, will Dakota maybe get the start at quarterback, or is that kind of, I guess, how you're leaning with that, I guess? Yeah, we're probably, um, you know, we're going to Look at both of them, and then we'll see who you know, comes out on top on Friday. Sure, sure. Um, anybody else or anything else that really you know you kind of you know you kind of liked maybe coming out of last week? Uh, you know, uh, Luis Teron. I mean, obviously he seems like he's made some nice plays for you guys this year. Um, I think we you know we talked about him last week, but you know any anybody else that really has kind of stood out for you, or you know just a player that you like. You know, kind of what you know what they've been doing last week, or you know, just throughout the season, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, you know three senior leaders that have really uh, uh, been pretty consistent for us have been Nick Goff, Hunter Shimko, and, and Jared Spalty. Yeah. Um, you know, they've kind of been the mainstays, so to speak. I mean, they've probably been uh, those three, and with, with Louis Tyrone, we can mention, and Nick Falls. You know, also we can throw Nick Falls in there. Sure, they've been the five guys that have been uh, starting every game. And other than that, you know, we've been uh, mixing and matching, and uh, you know, playing who's healthy. And so, but the, but those five guys really uh, have been our, you know, I guess most consistent players. Um, anything, anything else, or just kind of anything else that you maybe want to say? Just thinking about last week, or just um, you know, anything else thinking about this week's game against um, against Haven, or you know, now as we kind of almost, I guess, get ready to sort of start the second half of the season. Yeah, just you know, again, this is a you know another opportunity for them to go out there and uh, you know make improvements, and you know, and, and go into every game again, you know. Like I said, if we keep getting better, we can, you know, hopefully get some of these games in the win column there and uh, gain some uh, confidence and and end the season strong. Absolutely. Um, no, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, anytime. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you. No, thank you. Good luck, and I'll see you on Friday night. All right. Thanks, Pat. Sure. All right. So long. Bye-bye. Up next on the show is Tamago head coach Sam Bonner. The Raiders have a big matchup with the Eagles in the Times News game of the week. Let's see what the coach has to say about the Tamako Blue Mountain matchup. Guys, kind of, how much are the guys sort of looking forward, uh, looking forward to this week? I guess. Well, definitely. You know, I mean, we start getting in that Division One play. 
Uh, we've been mentioning, you know, since the get-go that we know as the year goes on, competition gets, you know, really tough. Yeah. You know, I think this week's schedule is definitely going to be a step up, you know, from the past uh, four. You know, I think Blue Mountain's probably going to bring the best team we've seen so far this year. Uh, you know, they're, they're well balanced. You know, they're, they're kind of, you know, similar as far as pass and drone, you know, similar to us a little bit. You know, they do, you know, a bit of both. You know, quarterback, you know, solid kid. You know, like running backs, they don't have any one kind of standout kid, but they're all pretty sure. And that's, yeah, I mean, even, you know, for me, just kind of, you look at, you know, you're kind of going through and trying to look through some of the stats, and you see, you know, they kind of seem to be able to spread it out a little bit. Um, You know, they get a bunch of different guys involved, um, and, you know, those guys are all certainly, you know, certainly capable weapons, I guess, you know, and it presents... Yeah, exactly. They got a real big tight end. They like to throw the ball up to, you know, causes some mismatch problems, you know, you know, he definitely goes up for the ball. I think he's about 14 catches for him. You know, he's a he's a big, solid kid. You know, quarterback. I think he's about six two, two ten. Yeah. You know, if he, if he breaks the pocket on you, he can take off on you. So you know, we got we got you know we got to work our out for us. I think we have to play a good four quarters of football. And, you know, even one of the things that I know we've kind of been talking about is just kind of that progress, you know, and looking at the areas where you want to keep getting better and just, you know, kind of things that week to week to week, you you know, you're able to kind of point to and, you know, areas maybe that you, you know, you want to improve and that you are improving. Yeah. Um, how how much of, of this week maybe is kind of like you know like maybe a, a way to see sort of where you where you're at I guess in that in that process of getting better. Yeah, I, guess. I, mean, you know, I think they, they you know Blue Mountain you know they, they keep you proud you know running the ball in the air so you know we're going to see defensively where we're at you know as far as pass coverage as well as you know playing against the run uh, you know offensively you know solid up front got some big boys. You know, we're trying to be as balanced as we can on both sides of the ball. You know, we want to be tough and competitive, you know, against the pass and the run and off the defense. And you know, we want to continue to try and be balanced offensively. And you know, we're hoping that, you know, this is going to be a good test for us. We know it's going to be a good test for us that, you know, hopefully our, our kids come to play. And I think they will. You know, they've been, they've been working hard all year. Um, I mean, just is anything else that maybe you saw maybe coming out of the Panther Valley game, I guess, or, you know, just, you know, kind of... I, I just played, you know, PBA, I just played, you know, I thought our, our, our starters, you know, just played, you know, took a little bit more than a half, you know. Sure. I thought, I thought they went out and did, you know, did what they had to do. You know, we haven't punted since, I think, our second um, series against Line Mountain. So, you know, obviously, offensively, I'm pleased they were, we were moving the ball pretty consistently. Um, you know, defensively, yeah, I feel like we improved, you know, I, I said I, I'm anxious to see how we do against a team that's pretty balanced. Yeah. Like the Mountain is, so I said, you know, I, I said, you know, we're looking to, you know, and I thought we got a little bit more aggressive, but we're looking to continue to, you know, get a little bit more aggressive defensively and make sure that we don't give up any big plays. Yeah, and I mean, is that just sort of is that just sort of something that's come with these guys kind of coming to, coming together as a as a unit? I guess you know where they're kind of, you know, where maybe you're able to kind of. Turn them loose a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, you know, I said with like you know the guys that we have, you know, yeah, you know, I'm trying to feel that we got some athletes that, you know, we, we want to start making some of those big defensive plays like we were last year. This yeah. Time. You know, TFL sacks. You know, we're trying to push that on our, our our front four guys, and you know, looking forward to those guys starting to show what they have, and you know, making some big plays. Um, you know, and that being said, you know, I said this week's. You know, Blue Mountain, they run a lot of misdirection stuff. They like to pull a lot of people and stuff. So, you know, our guys are going to have to play discipline. You know, like you mentioned, the guys up front are going to have to get penetration, make some big plays. Yeah. You know, our linebackers are going to have to read those guards. You know, 
you know, not fight on this, you know, the first fake. So I think they got to trust your instincts. Absolutely. Um, anything else for you, Coach? You know, just kind of coming out of, you know, coming out of Panther Valley, being in obviously in the position that you're, you know, that you that I'm sure you, you know you want to be in the. The guys yeah, expect yeah, I mean, to be. Yeah, we realize this time of year, but I said, you know, and that being said, I said, you know, we kind of, you know, going into it with the secret class that we have, you know, we expect to be where we're at right now, but, you know, it's something that we've been emphasizing for the last, you know, four weeks that, you know, each week we get a little tougher, we got to get a little bit better each week, so we're hoping that we show that this week. Absolutely. And, um, you know, just kind of hopefully build momentum going into the second half of the you season. Know, knocking Woodward, knocking Woodward healthy. You know, and that's yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's such a huge thing. Um, you know, oh, I was, yeah. oh yeah, I was at Northwestern earlier today and talking to Josh Snyder and stuff, and uh, you know, with with a kid like you know Justin Holmes, you know, or you know yeah. anybody like that, or you know, like there he's, you know, some guy guy like that that's maybe not in the lineup season opener against Notre Dame, and then you yeah. know Rado was maybe dinged up a little bit, and you know some of these guys are a little bit dinged up or they're out of the yeah. lineup, and you know you just you don't. You don't think about it, you don't realize it, and then all of a sudden they come back, and you know you see just kind of the potential that some of these kids have, yeah. and you see just how important it is for every team if if one that, guy goes yeah. down. Yeah, it makes a big difference. You know, unfortunately we lost our big defensive tackle and guard to start the year off. You know, maybe we'll get that back down the line. But you know, since then, you know, that wasn't even a football injury; that was a diving board injury. Since then, you know, knocking wood, we've been pretty much 100 percent healthy. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, for every school, it's like you can't afford to have one kid out of yeah. the lineup. It's just, you know, they're all yeah, playing both smaller, ways. You know, smaller schools, they say, you know, you know, unfortunately, depth charges are that deep. And, you know, there's a lot of times it's a big drop-off from, you know, one to two. So. Yeah. Yeah, and you get guys that are coming in, and it's their first, you know, experience, you know, varsity experience, and maybe they haven't yeah. had a ton of, you know, JV time or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, no one plus, you know, with the last few games we've had, we had a lot of those young guys get a chance to play a little bit under the Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. Obviously, as the year goes on, that helps out. Those guys get a little bit more experience. You know, down the line, depth-wise, you know, injury-wise, you're probably going to need some of those guys. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, you can't, um, you know, obviously you can't really, you know, kind of, you know, think about or, you know, put a premium on just kind of how much that stuff means, um, especially yeah, down the road. Game no, no. Um, anything else for you, Coach Bonner? Uh, that's it, Thank you. Hey, oh, don't, don't worry about it at all. No, thanks so much and good luck this week. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, so long. Bye-bye. Northwestern had one last day to prepare this week for Friday Night Football as the Tigers were victorious in a Saturday game last weekend against Wilson. There was some records to be broken in the Tigers' victory. Let's hear what Patrick Matsinko and Josh Schneider have to say. Season and, and all yeah. that stuff and the guys that were coming back. But for him, um, and now to see him kind of, obviously he's, he's out there, he's part of the offense and, you know, he's kind of, in there full he's full swing um you know just kind of what's that like for you as a staff yeah i mean it's nice yeah we uh, had pretty high expectations of our offense and it was uh, really coming to fruition in the summer especially in the passing game yeah um and then both uh, uh both justins and uh, holmes and rada got yeah. dinged up in camp we sort of lost them both rada came back for notre dame but was about you know 75 percent and we didn't have uh, uh holmes for a number of weeks there so um, then he comes back and is, is full go, and he just had an outstanding game. You know, um, no one really knows about him or knew about him. Sure. And, um, you know, except for us, of course. And uh, we, were, we were just um, 
really excited about about the, the prospect of him playing because um, and unleashing him a little bit because we know his ability and and uh, how he can run and how he can catch and uh, he's just uh, a really great kid too so um, you know I think they can be really dynamic offensively with <coughs> excuse me what we have on on the perimeter sure. Um, and how much does it help, too, to kind of take pressure off of, you know, obviously with guys like Rada, you know, and then Henry, too, and as well, and obviously you can't just focus on any one guy, you know, but just how much does it help you guys to maybe, you know, almost reposition guys in the offense, I guess, maybe yeah, with Rada in the slot? Or it's something. fun, you know, uh, coaching, yeah. you know, the offense. We got, we got different players that are all smart. You know, we have about 15 different formations, so we can scoot them around. Uh, inside receiver, outside receiver, to the weak side, you know, sure. Nick Henry. And, uh, you know, <coughs> we can really put a lot of pressure on the defense, you know, because he, he can't really load the box oh, and stop yeah. the run. We could throw it. And we're really balanced if you look at the stats this, this year. We're yeah. within a couple yards of each other running and passing, which is, you know, ultimately where we'd like to be. Sure. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of fun. And it's a lot of fun that he came back and uh, we can stay really balanced offensively and uh, got some guys that we can spread it around to. You know, if they decide to take care, take away him, then we got Nick oh, and sure. Rada and, you know, they usually bracket Rada in the slot. And now we have, you know, Justin Holmes oh, yeah. on the outside with single coverage. So it creates a lot of um, mismatches for the defense. Yeah. And, and I'm, I like that as an offensive coordinator, obviously. Absolutely. Um, and then I'm sure, you know, also, you know, I was talking to Coach Kirchner. Do you have plans for him, obviously, with, you know, defensively in terms of maybe, you know, as, as safety or just kind of yeah. in, that, in the defensive back? Yeah, he was in the mix a little bit defensively last week. He ended up with one interception. And, you know, uh, Rod actually got dinged up late in that, um, in, in that game. So uh, he sort of stepped in there. And, you know, we're trying to keep guys fresh, give them breaks where we can. But, you know, he would, he's our starting free safety going into this week and along with uh, along with Devin. And, you know, we'll try to get sure. those guys breaks and rest where, where we can and keep them fresh on the field. Um, just thoughts for you going forward. I mean, just kind of knowing. I mean, do you feel like with Rada, you know, how is Rada? I he's guess, back. He's good? back today. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, do you feel like is this kind of, I guess, is this the team at mo- at, the, at its most kind of full strength that it's been all year? I guess for you guys. Yeah, we got we got a couple linemen back even today, and um, you know, uh, in terms of skill. Yeah. This is where we thought we, we were hoping that would be week one heading into sure. the season, but you know you can't you, you, you cross your fingers with, yeah. with with injuries. You can't really control that. Uh, so we're really excited, really excited for today's practice. See what these guys can can do and get after it, and um, you know uh, see what defenses have in store for us to just play off of that. But sure. with now our flexibility of being full strength, uh, it's going to be exciting. Absolutely. Anything else that you want to say about Saturday, or just for you guys going forward? Yeah, we're good. Thank you. We're good. Very much. Right, I thanks appreciate for coming it. Up thanks. No problem. Hey, no problem. Um, like that. good. Yeah. You're tuned into the Times News High School Football Sports Chat presented by the Lehigh Valley Health Network. The Northern Lehigh Bulldogs got a big win against Pinardo last Saturday in a big Colonial League showdown. Northern Lehigh, three and one. Let's hear what head coach Joe Tout has to say in an interview with Patrick Matsenko. Yeah. Remember that, that first night at practice in your office and, and you talked about the speed and when you guys, when you got out in space today, you, had, you made some. Yeah. You used that speed. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, they, we uh, defensively, Penn Orville is pretty good. You know, and, and uh, that's their strengths kind of in the middle. We're still, you know, we want to be balanced, but we're still a team. We pride running the ball. But uh, like I said, between the couple guys that we have there, between Mike, Trevor, and Moore, and we feel we have a little bit more speed on the edge, and uh, you know, that was the difference. That was the difference today. 
Um, I know you said to the guys, maybe not the prettiest win, but yeah. they found a way to get it done, you know, and those guys said that in, you know, halftime, what, what did, you know, those guys maybe say to each other, you know, just team leaders, you know, kind of anything that they said to each other, you know, kind of going in at halftime for this game? Uh, not much. We, we got on them. That's the first time we've got on them this year as coaches uh, about that, about some one of those guys in that locker room has got to get mad and, and take leadership because, again, we're, we put last week back, you know, but we didn't get off the bus for a quarter last week, and then we came here, and Penn Argel, I mean, man, they tried, they tried, like, here you go, twice, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, giving them credit for the stands, but then we got sloppy to end the half, and we had the two penalties, so we got on them about, let's let's stop being content to play average. Sure, um, and you talk about that, I mean, they had those chances, obviously, turnovers both ways, guys, but guys came up and, you know, came up and made those plays when, when they needed them, you know, yeah. Mike with the interception, obviously, in the end zone, but then mm -hmm. obviously thinking about Zach hitting Mike, and then, you know, and then that screen pass, you know, obviously outside, yeah. um, but just to be able to make those plays and like you talked about the speed to cash in like that just what does it say about these guys yeah we, we it was a battle we kind of yeah. expect that i always say uh for for us in this league we we think Penn Argel mirrors us and vice yeah. versa that it's very similar type kids so um you know we expect that anytime we do that we expect that mm -hmm. onward and up it's talking valley playing well yeah good good game between three and one mike can i keep stay there for a second then yeah, both of you guys. Yeah, no, like I said, we're we're the slate belt tours over. Mm -hmm. and, you know, banger last Friday. We Penn Argel. You know, I, the next time I want to be at Deetsy's though. You know, I want a cheesesteak. Uh, the next time I come up here, but uh, no, to come out. You know, we we got two road trips now. We're back at home. Uh, you know, and that's where you know that's that's different. You know, that's a that's a good feeling to be at home. But uh, Sawkins, very good team. You know, we, we feel. Did you see him last night? Um, well, they played Thursday at Thursday. Oh, Thursday game. night yeah, already. I didn't, right. I didn't go down with having school Friday, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, like I said, we think you know that they're they're getting better, but it's a it's another it's a winnable game. Mm -hmm. So if we have aspirations for get in this year, you know, we we you're think in what three A. 3A. That's tough. It it is. You but, get four but teams there, right? Four only four get in, yeah. but I, I we we feel you know right now Tamaqua North Schuylkill Notre Dame are pulling apart. You know we, we we feel like we're good enough to be that four team. Mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. we're gonna have to get this win. You know a win like a this Friday next week. Yes, a lot of points there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice going, right, Joe. Thanks, Congratulations. Um, anything else though that you want to say just about today? Um, just you know that offense, obviously the Penardo runs. Yeah. Um, you know I'm sure you defensively know, I thought we were we were good. Very kids, good. Yeah. Were, oh yeah, our kids, uh, our kids were comfortable with it. You know, yeah. our our defensive staff did a good job. You know, showing our kids yeah. that, that offense. So we felt pretty good. You know, it's it's just it frustrates you, but you be, you're around a game long enough. I mean, that's typically what happens. A team sure. that can't throw the ball, sure, two minute offense sure. goes down and throws it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, uh, you know, so that was. But it's, I think you give them credit, you know, sure. and Argel. Like I said, they're blue-collar type kids, too. They fought till the end. But, uh, yeah, we're just happy. Like I said, sloppy game. We didn't execute as well as we had hoped. But to get out of here with a win is, you know, it's good good for our program. Um, anything else, though, no, for you, Coach Ted? Thanks right. so much. And thanks so much for all your help during yeah, the week. No I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. All right. We'll see you. Um, is there a better day, maybe? That about wraps up our podcast for Week 5. Hard to believe the season will be. Halfway over, the regular season, that is, after this week's games. As always, check out Paper every Thursday. You'll see a lot of good stats kept by Rod Heckman, Game of the Week, Player of the Week articles, and our overtime column. A lot of good stuff in that Thursday paper. Good pictures, good content. 
Friday, we'll be covering every game, as always. Saturday, we'll be covering every game, as always. And guess what? Thursday, we'll be there, too. we got some Raiders at the game going on tonight between Lehigh and Panther Valley. So, in every paper after the game, we have full write-ups, stories, box scores, everything you need to know about Times News, high school football. For Patrick Matsinko, all of our great coaches, I'm Justin Carlucci. Have a good weekend.